Welcome to the Fundamental Hour and welcome back to our series on salvation. This is, I believe, our 10th week. We've talked about what salvation is. We've explained to you the doctrines of regeneration, imputation, justification, redemption, preservation. And last week we began discussing the doctrine of sanctification. If you have not seen our previous videos in this series, you can find them on our YouTube channel, Fundamental Hour at YouTube. We would encourage you to go there and watch them until you understand the material. This is so important uh, to the Christian faith, what's being taught about salvation. And today we're going to follow up last week's episode. Last week we talked about sanctification. Uh, and this week we're going to talk about a second type of sanctification. We're going to begin in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse number 2. The Bible says, Unto the church of God which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, and I want you to pay special attention to that phrase, called to be saints, with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. Now, let's remind you what we said last week. What is sanctification? To sanctify something means to set it apart for a specific purpose, or to make something holy, or to make something clean, or it's the idea of washing. And you would use those different definitions depending on the context of, of how you're using the word. And there are two types of sanctification in the scripture. Last week, uh, we talked about the fact that when a person puts their faith in Jesus Christ, when they are born again, that they are washed, they are made clean through the blood of Jesus Christ or because of the sacrifice, the offering of Jesus Christ on the cross by the Spirit of God. So lots of things happen when you put faith in Jesus Christ. The Spirit of God makes you a new creature. God imputes to you righteousness. God justifies you in His sight. He gives you a reservation in heaven and He preserves you unto the day He comes back. And He, uh, here, He washes you and makes you clean. All these things are all different descriptions of what we call salvation. And they all help us to understand how complete and how wonderful our salvation is. And being sanctified in Christ Jesus, if you look back at our verse, it says, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus. That's what it means. You're born again. You're made clean in Christ Jesus. That's what we spoke about last week. When you're sanctified in Christ Jesus, you're no longer considered unclean or sinful in the sight of God as it relates to going to heaven. Your sins are washed away. You're set apart for eternal life. Heaven is your future home. 
However, there's a second type of sanctification for the Christian, for the believer. And we see that in the verse. And we see it when it says, called to be saints. The word saint comes from the same word as sanctify. Saint is a noun. Sanctify is a verb. Sanctify is a process. A saint is a person who's gone through a process or who represents the process of sanctification. So when we say that someone is a saint, we say that someone is being set apart for a certain purpose. Now, I can be legitimately considered a saint in the fact that I am made clean and have a home in heaven. That's one way the word saint can be used. But here, I don't believe that's the way the word saint is being used because it makes clear to us that we're sanctified in Christ Jesus and then it says we're called to be saints. The word called means invited. Invited to what? Well, invited to be a saint. So, in other words, here's what I believe this is saying. And if this verse, if, if, if I'm wrong about this verse, I'm not wrong about this truth, and I'll prove it to you from the Scriptures. But I believe this verse is teaching that we are made clean in God's sight through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the working of God's Spirit. But God invites us to live a life consistent with that reality. He wants us to live a life that says to others, I am clean, I am sanctified. He wants us to live out in our own works a life that says to others that we have been made clean. He wants us to live a holy and consecrated life to Christ while we are here in this world. He wants us to live in such a way that we're different from the unbeliever. He wants us to set apart our lives for righteousness and godliness. This is the second sanctification that the Bible teaches. So God sets us apart for eternity. That's what God does. God makes us clean. He washes us and makes us clean and fit for heaven. But we have a role to play in setting our life on earth apart for His service and for His pleasure. And this is a second type of sanctification. A, separate, a second type of setting ourselves apart. You can be saved and born again, but not serving God and not pleasing God. So, in a sense, you're sanctified unto heaven, but you're not living a holy life. You're not living a life that brings glory and honor to God and His doctrine. The Bible says... Uh, in the verse that we just read, 1 Corinthians 1 and 2, that I believe there's two types of sanctification. Sanctified in Christ Jesus and then called to be saints. Let's look at a, a few other verses. 
The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 3, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. So here we see the word sanctification used. And it's not used in relationship to the born-again experience. It's used in relationship to our Christian life. That we should abstain from something. Now remember, we said that sanctification is, is a separating from something. It is separating from that which is unclean. And it says that we should abstain from fornication. Fornication is sin. And if we're going to live a life of sanctification to God, of service to God, of representing God, of being God's ambassador, that we need to abstain from fornication. We need to sanctify ourselves for God's glory and God's service. Verse number 4 says this, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. God is not pleased. God is not fully pleased if all we ever do is get rescued from hell and have the promise of eternal life. God wants us to devote ourselves to His service and to, vote, to devote ourselves to His commandments. And to devote ourselves to living a holy life. A life that would honor Him. A life that would say to others, you should believe in the God I believe in. And my life is a testimony of that. In 2, Thess 2 Timothy, I should say, chapter 2, in verse number 21, the Bible says this, if a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. This is certainly not talking about justification in the sight of God. This is not talking about the born-again experience. This is talking about what we are to do after we have secured our salvation, our redemption by faith in Jesus Christ. Then God says, now I want you to purge yourself from sin. And I want you to be a vessel that brings me honor. Set apart, sanctified, holy, meat for the master's use. The word meat, M-E-E-T. Most of the time when people hear the word meat, they think of two people having a, a meeting, coming to one place and meeting. But this word meat, that's not what it means. The word meat here means appropriate. It means fitting. 
if somebody is wearing a, an outfit or, or, or clothing. If I, if I came here to this episode today and I was standing here preaching with no, uh, with, with dirty, filthy clothes on, I would not be wearing something that is fitting or appropriate for this situation. Now, if I was working in my yard and I was digging to have a, a, an old shirt on with holes in it or that, that I could get dirty, that might be appropriate for that. But for me to talk to you on the television, I need to have an outfit on that's meat, that's appropriate, that's fitting. And what God is saying here, He's saying that we need to purge ourselves from sin so that we can bring honor to Him, so that we can be useful to Him. That we can live a life that will bring honor to Him. God cannot use us to bring glory and honor to Himself if we claim to be believers, but we don't purge ourselves from sin in our life. If there's no difference between the way we were before we trusted Christ and the way we live our life now, then we have not experienced all of the sanctification that God desires for us. And we're not appropriate for God's use. And we're not bringing the proper honor and glory to His name. Just like justification, and if you haven't seen our episode of justification, please go to our YouTube channel and find those episodes. But we learned that God justifies us. He considers us innocent or righteous. That's what justification means. Through the blood of Jesus Christ, through our faith in Him without works. But there's a second type of justification. And that's where we justify ourselves in the sight of man. When man sees us as being a sincere believer, one who tries to fulfill God's word, then we have an impact on that person and we have an influence for God and we're useful to God. And that's the same thing here with sanctification. When we trust Jesus Christ as our Savior, He washes us, He makes us clean, He gives us inheritance in heaven. He will keep us until the day of redemption. But we're not going to bring more glory and honor to God and we're not going to be useful to God unless we ourselves decide that we're going to purge ourselves from sin and that we're going to set our lives apart for Christian living so that we can be useful to our Master. Prepared, as it says in this verse, 2 Timothy 2.21, prepared unto every good work. We're not prepared unto good work until we separate from sin. These verses teach the sanctification that is desired of God for every believer. And this sanctification is our responsibility. Now God is involved in it. God's Holy Spirit and God's Word is a part of the process of washing us and cleaning us. But God's Word and God's Spirit will not do what we refuse to do. 
God has given us a free will. He wants us to freely choose to serve Him. And when we choose to get into God's Word, and when we choose to separate ourselves from sin, then this process of sanctification can work in us and make us fit for the Master's use. The sanctification referred to in these verses is not what happens when we're born again. But it's what takes place in the life of a believer as they begin to search the Scriptures and fellowship with the Lord. No believer can sanctify himself unto eternity. But every believer who is sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ is commanded of God to sanctify himself and to set his own life apart for God's service. How are we sanctified unto heaven? Well, we saw that we're sanctified through faith in Christ Jesus by the Spirit of God. Through the blood of Jesus Christ. How do we sanctify ourselves for service to God? The Bible says in John 17, 17, verse 17, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. We make ourselves clean and useful for the Master when we get into God's Word and allow God's Word to work in our heart. Verse 19 says, And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Paul was saying that, or, or John is saying here, that for somebody, else, somebody else's sake, I sanctify myself, that they might know the truth. And that's what I'm to do. God sanctifies me and gives me an inheritance in heaven. And he says to me, now sanctify your life so that others can hear and believe that same truth. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26 says, that he might sanctify and cleanse us with the washing of water by the word. It is the, the, the word of God is like a water that can wash our life clean. We must have knowledge of the will of God and, and knowledge of what He wants from us before we can set ourselves apart for His use. As a believer in Christ, I can be sanctified to eternity through faith in Christ Jesus and yet live a life that is wholly unsanctified, completely unsanctified, because I do not walk in His ways. God wants us to be sanctified in Christ Jesus, and then He invites us to purge our lives from sin and to walk closely with Him, that He may use us, that we may be useful to Him and productive in helping other people and bringing Him glory. I got saved in January of 1991. I put my faith in Jesus Christ as my only hope of heaven. He regenerated me. He gave me a second birth. He justified me. He imputed righteousness to my account. He promised me that He would never impute sin to my account again. He sanctified me and made me clean and gave me inheritance in heaven and promised to preserve me until the day of redemption. But I continued living in the world. I continued living the same life 
that I had been living before. And I was convicted to stop living that way, but I wasn't getting victory. And my life was not getting any better. I began going to church. I began reading my Bible. And God began to work in my heart, and God began to wash me through the truth of His Word. And my life began being separated from the world and separated unto God. And God greatly changed my life. And you could never recognize me or... or <laughs> You, you, if you knew me before and you knew me now, you would see the great change, the great thing that God did in my life. I praise God for that. But I did not just salvage my eternity, but God salvaged my life on earth for usefulness. And in doing so, I am earning rewards in heaven. And in doing so, I'm bringing glory to God Almighty, and I thank God for that opportunity. I'm not perfect. I still have sin in my life. I'm not, no man is totally without sin. But my life is characterized by being set apart by, for God. My life is characterized by trying to obey the commandments, not running from them. And the vast majority of the people that know me would know me as somebody who set his life apart to serve God. And I believe that my actions in life and my behavior in life speaks to others that that is exactly what I'm trying to do. And that's what God wants from all of us. He wants us to be sanctified in Christ Jesus through the blood of Jesus Christ by the Spirit of God, and then He calls us and He invites us to purge ourselves from sin and make ourselves useful to the Savior and to bring honor to Him and to be helpful to those who need to hear the truth of Jesus Christ. I hope you have trusted Christ as your Savior. And let me assure you, your good works will have nothing to do with that first sanctification. But I hope all of you that are hearing me preach today who have believed on Christ would move on to the second sanctification. To purge yourself from sin. And to be useful for the Master. Next week, we're going to talk about the last doctrine in the doctrine of salvation. And that's the doctrine of glorification. And to me, to be honest with you, it's probably the greatest doctrine of salvation because it wraps all that we've said up into a nice understanding. I hope you'll come back next week and learn about glorification. I believe it'll be a blessing to you and help to you. Thank you for watching the Fundamental Hour. And as always, if we can be a help to you in understanding, please contact us. We'd like to help you. God bless.